Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. And today we're going to do our five questions with, and I've got Mr. Kang Tan, who is a very, very smart, young, intelligent, second-year UQ student, kicking amazing goals. He's also the son of a very good friend of mine, Mr. Boon, who is known for his East Coast Rentals brand across the country. But uh, Kang is doing some amazing stuff. Um, he's got big aspirations uh, in what he wants to achieve in life, and I love seeing that energy and inspiration. And when I wanted to get him on the show um, so that you can share this with your uni students or if you're a uni student that listen to this and we've got thousands of them that you're inspired and we're hearing from one of you guys from your geographic and demographic to share their wisdom. Ken, welcome to the show. Hi, Phil. It's an honor to be on the show. Now, let's kick off. So question one, what is your favorite mantra, words, quotes or saying and how does it inspire you? So I actually came across this quote when I was searching for motivational desktop wallpapers in year eight and it goes like, work hard in silence, let success be your noise. And I really resonated with that quote because it operates in terms of humility and diligence and discipline. And I deeply value those concepts. It inspires me to achieve success that doesn't need to be manually advertised. And it also buys into the narrative of the silent achiever. And um, the silent achiever is an arrogant and his arrogance won't be his downfall. I love it. I love it. And I'll tell you what, a lot of people are going to get a lot out of that, not just obviously uni students and students, obviously a lot of people that are CEOs and running businesses and organizations are going to get a lot because yes, you don't need to be that extroverted leader. We're told that everyone needs to be this extroverted, rah, 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 beat your chest. A lot of people do, uh, you know, and you don't need to. There's so many people that achieve greatness that um, are very humble uh, and of course, certain industries, you need to have that forward facing brand. You need to be out there. You need to be building that. Um, what people don't know about me, King, is that I'm actually quite introverted in your company. Now, some people think that's arrogance. It's not. It's actually that if I walk in a room and I don't know anyone, I don't walk in the room extroverted going, here I am. I walk in the room and I'm quite, you know, I, I slide to the back of the room and, and, and mingle my way through. But if someone introduces themselves or the, I, I've got to, I go over, I say hello, or they say hello, um, but yeah, I've been many times been told I'm arrogant because I'm not that beat my chest now, but I've got a forward facing brand because I needed to, to stand out from the rest. Yet there's other people out there that are achieving, you know, achieved much greater things than I have that um, a lot of us wouldn't know about because they don't need to be forward facing, but yet they're so humble. So I, I, I really commend you on that. It's really, really cool. Question two, if you could solve one problem in the world, what would it be and how would you go about it? The one problem I'd like to solve in this world would probably be um, the younger generation's dependency on social media. I think it's, um, you know, our generation would probably say, it's, you know, it's good for like relaxation or downtime. But I really think that it's just toxic conditioning and you really have to detach yourself from it because it really can spark these, you know, feelings of inadequacy. And it it can it has the potential to degrade your mental health really easily without you um, even noticing it. And so I'd go about that by just spreading the message that while it might, it might be something that your parents would say, but you really should take it on board and it is in your best interests. Yeah, great answer, my friend. And I tell you, now you, listeners, you can see why I love interviewing young, intelligent um, people because you get a different perspective. And I mean, you see this, that this is coming from the generation that we, you know, the older people are saying, oh, they're, they're stuck on social media. There's some really, really good messages there, King. Uh, and the responsibility is, and I know with myself, it's with parenting. My, I've got an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old and there's a time and a place for social media 
media and our kids don't have social media. So I take that to technology. So the boundary for us is the only social media my 13-year-old daughter's allowed is um, Instagram and TikTok, but yet it's a closed group. It's her friends only. Yet um, there's obviously a limitation and boundaries on how often she can she can obviously in, engage with that because number one, focus has to be her family, um, herself, and her education. Um, so, you know, some really good messages there because it is toxic to the mental health and it is about that. It builds a lot of anxiety and there's studies been out there around, um, you know, social media and anxiety and people's thoughts and correlations to suicide and all the rest. So I commend you for the way you've articulated that and the listeners will no doubt take that but also share that with others. Question three, what is your biggest fear and how do you deal with it? Um, my biggest fear would most likely be the fear of not being successful and also the fear of the unknown. And how do I deal with that? Well, I keep myself occupied. So whether that be um, either reading or writing, and in particular, I do like to set goals. And I know our generation at school, the, you, the school forces you to set goals, but most of us would have thought that it was some kind of futile exercise. But really, it um, stimulates this sense of um, progress for me. And progress is like the opposite of inaction. And I think that inaction breeds doubt. And so that's how I go about my fear of the unknown and the fear of being really unsuccessful. Very wise words. Let me ask you, what does success mean to you? For me, success means being happy and having uh, and contributing meaningfully to the world. Okay, cool. Question four, what lesson, experience, or moment in life has changed the way you think? Oh, so it was, so I think it'd be when I was walking across the stage at speech day and I was accepting this award that I worked really, really hard for almost to the extent of self-sacrifice. I'd sacrificed myself, my relationships, um, my family interactions. And throughout that whole entire year, I was so dissociated from the present and I'd blinded myself from, you know, the simple things in life. And, um, yeah, and I think that the message that I took away from that was to appreciate your surroundings and to be more mindful and to really cherish, you know, the journey, not necessarily the destination that, you know, you're going to arrive at. And so, yeah, that has really altered the way that I approach life. Fantastic. And again, wise words, my friend. It is uh, it is about the journey, not the destination, and life is measured in moments. And the key there is to remember that like, you know, everyone's life is personal, professional, family, and you can't do all three equally. You know, and this is advice I've spoken to other people about. You can't do all three equally. You can't have a 10 out of 10 personal life, 10 out of 10 family life, and a 10 out of 10 work life. Now, in this case, obviously, you know, work, a family is obviously your family, your immediate family. Um, it's your brothers, sisters, parents, and obviously any partners, girlfriends, and stuff. That's family, right? Um, hopefully at your age, the brothers, sisters, and uh, parents are more important first before partners. But then you break it down and you go, well, I can't have a 10 out of 10 relationship with that if I'm going to be 10 out of 10 in work and work-wise for you guys is uni, right? Um, and then also on yourself. So you've got to make sure you're chasing harmony, right? And don't beat yourself up because I see a lot of anxiety come around people trying to chase work-life balance. It doesn't happen. You guys got to understand that right now you're studying and that's going to be intense. That's going to take say 10 out of 10 of your effort, then you've got to work out whether it's personal or family, which takes the next one and then which takes the next one. And it's a journey that I went through in business that I couldn't give everything the top focus. So of course, when I gave everything to work, I family was next and then 
from a personal point, I put on a lot of weight. So the key is chase harmony, don't chase balance. You know, great answers there to your question. But I've seen a lot of people go mad because they're trying to chase this balance that just isn't going to happen. Last question. Finish this sentence. When I leave a room, I would like people to... I guess be inspired to be their most authentic version of themselves. What a great answer. Nice and short. And authenticity is one of my key values. I say to people, keep it real, keep it authentic. It's not about how many people like me and and love me and all the rest of it. It's the quality and the depth of the relationships. It's not about the breadth. It's not about going wide and shallow. So lots of people and no deep and meaningful relationships, whether it's professionally, family, or even the relationship with myself, because a lot of people forget that. You know, we go wide and shallow. Let's go narrow and deep. So something that comes out of that that resonates for me, King, on your wise words, is that let's build meaningful relationships. Let's not look at the number of the relationships or the amount of likes or the amount of friends that aren't really friends anyway. Let's build that narrow group of friendship in all three areas, but go deep and meaningful with those relationships. King, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much, Phil. I've really enjoyed my time. And I wish you a great success this year at university as you embark on year number two. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Phil DeBello and this is Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, go and be the best you can be. 